You're listening to the British Baseball Podcast. Welcome, baseball family, to Around the Bases, the British baseball audio fan scene that showcases you, your team's results, and your league. If you'd like to get involved or feature in this, you can submit a short video like Niall does, uh, or a voice message via DM or email, which is britishbaseballpodcast at gmail.com, saying who you are, who you play for, and then give us an overview of your weekend series. Let me know what all the things that were great, everything that went wrong, and also all the amazing bits and pieces in between. Maybe it's a dazzling rookie display, uh, a no-hitter, a walk-off grand slam, or maybe you just want to give some love to your team and your teammates. So here's your chance. This is the weekend of the 3rd of July 2021, which saw good old British weather play its part again in this week's action. So if you don't hear your team rain, um, called out this week, it's because it's been rained off. So as always, most teams are playing a double-headed series that should last seven innings or it's cut short due to a time limit or mercy rule. A massive shout-out to Matt Moran of the Ducks Across the Pond podcast for writing up this week's spreadsheet. It's absolutely fantastic work from him. Uh, really appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Uh, just a quick note, um, I've got some standings for you as well, um, so we should have an overview of who's doing what, where and when. And uh, the BBF stats, scores and standings are brought to you by stats.britishbaseball.org, the game day website um, which has your scores updated by you. So let's get into the action. We have Women's um, Baseball UK uh, starting at Farnham Park in Slough. We had the London Mayhem taking on the Bristol Bobcats, which ended up being a 13 runs to nine victory for the Mayhem. And they were also victorious in their second game against the Sheffield Bruins, as that one went eight runs to five to the Mayhem. Bell's baseball in action against Bristol Bobcats. Their first game was won 14 runs to 10. And then they faced the Telford 26ers. And that was a victory for the Telford side as they won 11 runs to 10 against the Bell's baseball team. Final game of, this, of, the, of the day. So the Sheffield Bruins take on the Telford 26ers. And that was a Bruins win as they took that one 21 runs to four. So let's have a quick look at the... WBUK standings. Top spot, we have uh, London Mayhem side there with five wins and one loss. We have the Bells in second place with four wins, one loss, one tie game. The Sheffield Bruins with a three and two stat. And then you've got the Bristol Bobcats in fourth spot with one win, two losses, one tied. And then the Cambridge Valkyries with one win, three losses, one tied. And Telford at the bottom with their one win and five losses, one tied. Moving on now to the BBF NBL. We have the Hearts Falcons traveling to the London Legends in Roundshaw playing fields. Jack McCarthy was a standout there, pitching eight, um, eight strikeouts over five innings. Connor Brown had five RBIs, one home run and one double. And Phil Clark for Hearts also had a three-run home run in the first inning. And that went to 15 runs to three in favour of the Legends. Game two in the series saw the Legends come out on top again with 11 runs to one. Standout pitching from Will Clayton with 12, sorry, with seven strikes out. He only gave up one run and Angel Chira had three RBIs on two doubles. Ren Quantrill with stellar defence, throwing a dart to home from centre field to get an out late in the game. 
staying at Roundshaw playing fields in Croydon, where the Lancashire Legends took on the London Capitals. Lewis Wampler leading off with uh, for the Capitals with two RBIs and two stolen bases in that game. And that was 10-1 to the Capitals. Game two saw a Capitals victory again as they won 16-3. Reese Wilson with three hits and two RBIs and Alex Deacon for Lancashire tied, helping his team out with two RBIs. Over to Finsbury Park in London, where the Mets welcomed the Essex Arrows. Good game at the plate for Dylan Baxter, who's the Mets rookie outfielder, who went two for three with an RBI and a double, as the Mets won that one 10 runs to four, and the Mets beat the, the Arrows in the second game, five runs to three. Essex got to go ahead um, on got to go ahead on the Mets with early runs from Al, uh, Loren- Al- <laughs> oh dear. Ali Lorenzo and Giovanni Escalona, but the Mets came back in the third with Drake Yoshida uh, coming up with a save in the top of the seventh. BBF AAA. We have the Redbacks of Essex, the AAA side there, taking on the Essex Arrows AAA at Melbourne Park in, in Chelmsford. Game one, going 11 runs to 10 in favour of the Redbacks, with the Redbacks leading the entire way through the game, but the Arrows tie the game in the top of the seventh. However, it was the Redbacks getting a walk-off from a wild pitch in the bottom of the seventh. Game two was an absolute pitcher's duel between Richard Chesterton and Giovanni Papalorado. Ten strikeouts for Chesterton, only one run in the game, and that was scored by Mauro Perez as the Essex Arrows win that one. 1-0. Over to Floodfield in Ham, where the Richmond Knights AAA side took on the London Mammoths. Game one saw Raid Rodriguez striking out nine in the complete game outing for Richmond. At the plate, Matt Joplin for Richmond had three hits and four RBIs as the Knights win that one nine runs to six. And a high scoring second game, 23 RBIs for the Mammoths hitters, two home runs for the Richmond Knights in the bottom of the second. And that's Jay, uh, Ray Rodriguez going deep to right centre and Osmel Vasquez taking his to the left. The Knights used five different pitches during the game as they look for answers, but ultimately it'd be the Mammoths that would win this one, 29 runs to 16. Going to Salford Sports Club in Salford, where the Southwest Rebeldes welcome the Bristol Badgers. And Rebeldes pitchers Miguel Sanchez gives up only two hits and strikes out six. Two home runs for the Rebellies, both dingers coming in the bottom of the fourth via the bat of Jez Jimenez and Miguel Sanchez, and that ended up being a win for the Rebellies, 11 runs to three. Quite a close and high-scoring second game, which ended up 16 runs to 11 in favour of the Rebellies, and it was Ramon Martinez hitting a grand slam in the bottom of the sixth to put the game out of reach. BBF double A. We have the Essex Archers at home to the Milton Keynes Bucks at Town Mill Plainfields in Waltham Abbey. Four stolen bases in the game for Tom McVeigh and pitcher Darren Ward and Jed Oliver Ruffles going the full seven inning distance from the mound against each other. And it's Ward that picks up the W as the Milton Keynes Bucks win 19 runs to eight. Game two, a seven RBI game, uh, Joshua Ralph Barrett, who also had seven strikes out as a pitcher in the same game. The Bucks scoring 11 runs in the second inning and nine runs in the third in an impressive victory as they won that second game, 28 runs to two. Going over to Christ College in Guildford, with the Mavericks taking on the East London, East London Latin Boys double-A. Uh, the Mavericks win eight runs to six in game one. Adam Gould hitting a home run in the bottom of the fourth for the Mavericks, bringing home Lewis Bowden 
to add to the excitement of the game. And in game two, it saw that man, Adam Gould, uh, doing what he did in the first game, uh, just for fun, hit another home run deep in the bottom of the first to get that second home run of the day. As the Mavericks scored seven runs in the first inning and pitcher Ben Burgess only allowing two hits all day as the Mavericks sweep the Latin boys and that was 12 runs to zero. Back over to Finsbury Park in London for the London Musketeers and the Sidewinders game and pitcher Tomo Tanaka pitching all seven innings and getting the win in a really close back and forth game of baseball as the Sidewinders win 19 runs to 12. Game two saw another victory going to the Sidewinders as they won that one, nine runs to five. Richmond Dragons double A side uh, were at home in flood fields. Both Dragons runs coming in the bottom of the fourth, but the Pirates put in a five runs in the first innings and, and the third inning to add to an impressive score as the Croydon Pirates win game one, 12 runs to two. And it would be another Pirates victory as they plundered the Dragons. 10 runs to nine in a close encounter. BBF single A. We have the Bracknell Inferno taking on the Guildford Millers at Westmoreland Drives in Bracknell. Game one saw 10 RBIs for the Bracknell lineup and 22 stolen bases, and they won that one 12 runs to two. And in game two, a high scoring 17 runs to 11 victory for the Inferno which saw six stolen bases by Chris Taylor of the Infernos, uh, two hits for a double and two stolen bases from Kimmy uh, of the Miller as well. That's uh, Kimmy Hope. Going down the road now to Claremont School in St. Leonard's-on-Sea, where we have the South Coast Sea Dogs and the Tombridge Bobcats. And to tell us a bit more about this is the Bobcats, now Rafferty, with the recap. Hey, Matt. Glad to be able to give you a report this week. The weather once again threatened to ruin our games, but thankfully it wasn't to be. This weekend, we welcome the South Coast Sea Dogs for a single A Southeast doubleheader. As has been the case almost every game week, we had the opportunity to give another new member their league debut with young Nick Effingham playing his first game, a definite trend for us this year. Both games this week went the way of the Bobcats, 13-9 in the first game, and 21-8 in the second. The standout play in game one was our pitcher Grant Theus having a line drive hit straight back to him on the mound and without flinching he showed great reflexes to catch it barehanded for the out. Respect was shown from both sides for that play. The game was close and really could have gone either way until we just pulled away towards the end for the victory. Game two was played in a similar vein Close at the beginning, a bit of back and forth, but we managed to pull away once again towards the end for another victory in Game 2. Unfortunately, no home runs this week, but both Rob Crangle for us and Liam for the, from the Sea Dogs came close to the highlight moment. All in all, a good day all round. The Sea Dogs were great opponents and made, it made for a great experience for all, and thanks to them for travelling up. Once again, thanks Matt and speak soon. Fantastic as always, Niall. Cheers again for your contributions. That's perfect little roundup. So if you want to send a little image like that or a little video, uh, you can just drop us a, a note, BritishBaseballPodcast at gmail.com or hit me up on the social medias and let's get talking and get your, your game read out there by someone that doesn't sound like me. So exciting games there. Just a quick recap. South Coast Sea Dogs and the Tombridge Bobcats. Bobcats winning game one, 13 runs to nine. And game two, 21 runs to eight. 
Let's have a look now at the Bournemouth Bears single-A side as at Ferndown Leisure Centre in Ferndown as they took on the Bristol Bucks. Game one saw seven stolen bases for Mitch Sullivan of the Bears and three RBIs for Nelson Ferreria of Bournemouth side. And it was the Bears that won 15 runs to four. An extremely tight second game, which saw the Bears going 15 runs to 14 with three RBIs for the Bucks third base player, Jake Harris. Back to Finsbury Park now, London Minotaurs and the Hearts Eagles. The Hearts side would win game one, 15 runs to four, two RBIs and five stolen bases for Jake Case of the Eagles. And game two, an extremely tight game, but it's the Hearts Eagles that sweep the Minotaurs, eight runs to seven in game two. Two hits, one RBI and three stolen bases for Riley Charles of the Minotaurs, who also pitched and played third base in that game too. So let's have a look at some more standings. Starting off in the NBL, London Mets at the top of the table with 18 wins and two losses. London Capitals occupy second spot with 14 wins and two losses. And Essex Arrows in third with an even 10 wins, 10 losses there. Then at the bottom of the table, you've got Lancashire Legends in fourth place, five wins and 12 losses. London Legends in fifth with three wins and 12 losses. And yet to get off the board, the Hearts Falcons with zero wins and 12 losses. I look at Triple A South, East London Latin Boys, are at the top with nine wins and four losses. Essex Redbacks Triple A at eight and four. In third spot, we have the Essex Arrows Triple A with nine and five. And London Mammoths are tied in fourth place with the London Marauders as they both have evens. And it's the Mammoths with seven and seven and the Marauders with six and six. Kent Buccaneers Triple A are two wins and seven losses. And Richmond Knights, two wins and 10 losses. Triple A Southwest and Wales, we have the Bournemouth Bears Triple A side at the top with five wins and one loss. Vetra at six and four, Southwest Rebellies with three and five, and Bristol Badgers at the bottom with two and six. Triple A Central, Milton Keynes Books at nine and one. They're taking top spot, and close behind them are the Cambridge Monarchs with 10 wins and four losses. Oxford Kings in third place with seven and five, and then the Essex Archers double A are at seven and seven. Norwich Iceni are uh, fourth uh, tied as well with their five and five record, and just sitting at the bottom of the table, Heart Talks with zero wins and 16 losses. Then we have the AA South. We have the Croydon Pirates at the top of the table with 15 wins and two losses. Sidewinders close behind them in second spot with 14 wins and two losses. Guildford Mavericks with 10 wins and six losses, with London Musketeers in fourth place with 10 and seven. Richmond Dragons are three and 17, and East London Latin Boys double A side are one win and 19 losses. Single A Central, Essex Redback Single A at the top of the table with 15 wins and one loss. Close behind there, London Mustangs in second place with 12 wins and one loss. Hearts Eagles with a five and eight. And then behind them in fourth spot, Hearts Raptors with two and five. Hearts London is in fifth place with three and eight. And London Minotaurs at the bottom of the table in sixth spot with zero wins and 14 losses. Single A7, we have the Cardiff Millions at the top of the table with six wins, zero losses. Bournemouth Bears Single A with four and two record. And then we have the Bristol Bats with four wins, two losses, one tie game. And Bristol Brunels with four wins, four losses, and one tie game. Single A South looks like this, with the two Brighton sides occupying the top two places, with the Brewers sitting in number one spot with 12 wins and two losses. And the Brighton Jets are with nine wins and five losses. Guildford Goldcats with 10 wins and six losses occupy third spot, with Bretton Inferno in fourth place with an even seven and seven. And Richmond Dukes with two wins, nine losses, one tied. And Guildford Millers at the sixth spot with one win, 12 losses and one tied game. Single A Southeast, Kent Mariners sit at the top of the table with five wins and one loss. 
the Tombridge Wildcats at seven and three and the Tombridge Bobcats at four and six with the third place. Kent Buccaneers single eight with two wins and four losses in fourth and then tied for fifth place um, is the South Coast Sea Dogs and the South Coast Pirates with the Sea Dogs with zero wins, four losses and the Pirates with a zero and two record. Single A Wessex looks like this. Taunton Muskets at top spot with four wins, two losses. And then Cornish Clay Cutters and the Western Jets both time for second with two wins and four losses. And the Bristol Bucks there at the bottom with zero and eight. So on to Baseball Scotland. Like a lovely weekend of baseball there. And one of the one places where you'd expect there to be rain and bad weather, it wasn't. Uh, we had Andy Brown, the artist, painting the game at, in Aberdeen for Granite City Oilers and the Tayport Breakers. And it would be a great day there for the birthday boy painting the Aberdeen side. Hi, Matt. This is John from Bullcaps and Bagpipes uh, with the Scottish Baseball National League scores for week four. Um, first score is 19-2 in favour of the Granite City Oilers at home to the Tayport Breakers. Uh, a massive victory for the Oilers. Um Tayport still looking for their first ever win in league play. Uh, however, when you flip it over to the single league development side, they have been doing very well. So I think it's only a matter of time before they get going. In Glasgow, the Galaxy hosted my Comets. Uh, the Glasgow Comets uh, left that game 7-6 victors. Um, it was a, a fantastic game of baseball, one of the finest I've ever been involved with. Um, so Comets improving to 3-0, Galaxy 41-2 for the season. What a game that was. Final score of this week is Edinburgh Diamond Devils. They defeated the Cannons 12-1 to continue their excellent start to the season. Cannons still struggling. Hopefully they'll break the ship a bit uh, in the coming weeks and uh, we'll see some more competition in those uh, those derbies. That's your full slate of games from this week. Uh, see you soon, Matt. Unfortunately, there's no uh, results to, to bring you from the East of England Baseball League at time of recording or from the British Baseball League. And we're going to have a quick look at some of the games that were played over in the West County Baseball League. Uh, we had the Essex Spitfires take on the Plymouth Mariners, and that was a 28 runs to one victory to the away team. The Essex, ex, sorry, the Exeter Spitfires. And unfortunately, I haven't got any results for your time recording for the West Midlands Baseball League. So thank you very much for your time again today. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, if you want to get involved in these, just drop me a line and uh, train hard, stay safe, and I'll see you all next week. Take care. Ta-ra. Hello, I'd like to draw your attention to Blokes, the mental health CIC that provides a safe, supportive and non-judgmental platform for men who are 16 and over to open up about their thoughts and feelings, connect with like-minded people and tell a hashtag male tale. You can create your own Blokes account for free by visiting blokes.life and share your own stories, tips and advice based on your own lived experience with mental health. You can also find more information about Blokes including how to get in touch to organise mental health signposting sessions, talks and workshops. As you well know, men are often hesitant to discuss their thoughts and feelings or fear of being labelled as weak, unmanly or pathetic. And Blokes aims to show that admitting when you're struggling and asking for support is not only brave, but vital. 
Head over to the bloke's Twitter, Instagram and Facebook accounts to learn about the movement and how to begin getting comfortable with talking about how you're really feeling.